Welcome to Transition of Style, a podcast that explores the ways in which personal style and identity meet. I'm Corinne. My name is Elena. And why are we here, Elena? That's a great question. I want to know why are we here. <laughs> so we've been friends for about two years now. Right? Yes. Very and true. we're in pretty similar social circles. Yeah. And every time we connect, we always talk about fashion, identity, style in yeah. some sort of way. Right? Yeah, very much. And kind of what that means to us. Indeed. Um, and I think that uh, with that, we started thinking that it would be really, really interesting to start a podcast or a place where people can discuss personal style journeys. So over the course of this podcast, we're going to talk about our own style journeys. We're going to invite guests on to talk about their style journeys. And, and the reason for that is that I think there are a lot of people out there who would relate to what we're doing right now, what's happening with us right now, like what we're talking about here. Style, you know, is something that is evolving. And for me and for you, and I, I think there are a lot of people who out there would agree it's it was an evolving of style and identity at the same time sort Mm -hmm. of like parallel tracks yep right um we're also going to talk a little bit about things that are a little bit situational so you know what how do you dress and how do you um bring out that personal style when you are going to an interview let's say you have a a corporate job interview or, or a wedding or some special event a black tie event what does that style look like? These are not things that you do with, you deal with every day or you have to dress for every day. So when those things come up and, and they come about, what do you wear and how do you, you know, present yourself? Definitely. And we also have some personal anecdotes there because I know you've been in those situations and yeah. I have too when it's three days before a wedding and your styles change a little bit for maybe the people who have seen you or who are going to this wedding. Right. and. How do you want to present yourself? That's right. It's a little nerve-wracking. Think about it. Definitely. It's like, man, okay, like these people used to see me one way and like I sure ain't showing up with some lipstick and a, and a skirt. <laughs> that ain't <Yes>. happening. <laughs> like, you know, like that's not what's, that's not where it's at right now. So <laughs> I have like, short hair, buzz cut, <laughs> right. and I'm right. wearing a bow tie. Let's go. <laughs> right. right. I mean, like let's actually, let's kick it off because let's talk about your style journey because it sounded like your style journey from what you told me started a lot with hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My uh, style journey probably started, I mean, it's it's been evolving for sure, but I think the most epic change was two years ago when I decided to really cut my hair. Wow. I had yeah. uh, medium length hair, so hair at my shoulders, mm-hmm. and um, knew that I wanted to cut my hair pretty short, wanted to find a hairstylist that would just say, hey, I know exactly how I should cut your hair. Um, I didn't know how I wanted it styled. So you didn't go there with a, with an idea in mind? No, I didn't say, hey, please make me look like this celebrity or this person. <laughs> Here's like the blueprint of what I want to look like. Right. Um, but every single time I went in, I always know not what I want to look like, but how I want to feel when I leave. Wow, interesting. Yeah. And so it's funny. I went to a hairstylist in, in Brooklyn. I'd been going a couple of times. Um, they're kind of known for sort of like transformational hairstyles just because of like their celebrity clients and what they've already done. Um, and it's funny, the hairstylist who's been doing my hair for a couple of weeks by that point 
said, hey, have you ever thought about cutting your hair? And internally, I said, oh my God, she knows. <laughs> How did she know? I didn't even say anything. Wait, what do you mean she didn't? What do you think she knew? So she said, to, I was like, well, what do you mean? She said, your hair doesn't match your personality. Ooh, that's a good stylist. Which was huge. That's a good stylist. And so I wanted to keep digging. And so I said, well, well can you elaborate? She was like, your, your personality is just so fun and energetic and, and whatnot. But your hair just makes you look like a soccer mom. <laughs> and kid you not, the next words that came out of my mouth were, what? <laughs> and how quickly can you cut it? <laughs> no joke. And I booked an appointment sorry, for the... <laughs> no, and in that moment, keep laughing, like totally, just let it all out. And in that moment, I was like, when can you cut it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you know, listen. I mean, I mean, knowing me now, right? right. You've known me for for, well, for a while. I, this could be why I'm laughing so hard because when she says soccer mom, I'm like, wow, she really. It's took hard it there. to envision that, right? She took it there. Maybe I'll post some pictures of what I look like before because even I, because even because even I can't believe it. Um, wow. So she cut my hair like the following week. Ugh. My sister um, actually came up. Uh, from D.C. Was that for emotional support? For the <laughs> most part. She also needed to get away from the city for a little bit. But um, when, like, I mean, it was definitely, like, she knew it was going to be pretty emotional. And I was like, no, I got this. This is totally fine. And she wouldn't let me see what my hair looked like uh, beforehand. But I could just see it fall to the ground. Wow. And how, what did that feel like? And it was just like, oh, this is happening. Right. Because like, is... I'd wanted to cut my hair for a while since probably I was, like, 15 years old. I just never did. Um, But then going to the stylist, you just see it fall to the ground. It was like, it was pretty, it was pretty epic. I'm like, cool. Like there's no turning back. And she spun me around the chair at the end and I got emotional. I started crying. My sister started crying. Wow. Yeah. Are you serious? Because it was sort of that moment. It was like happy tears. It was sort of that moment that's like, yes. Yeah. This is it. Like this is it. And my hair has even evolved since then. I started shaving down the sides. Yeah. Um, I started slicking it back because it was kind of facing a little bit forward. Had kind of one of those like pompadour <laughs> style hairstyles now. But even th- it was just yes, this like we're getting we're getting closer. This that that is an amazing story. I mean, I'm sorry, like I'm I'm trying to stifle the laughter still because it's the totally fine. It's still in my system a bit, so I I need a minute for it's all that. good. I need it's a minute good. for that. But I also also need a minute with how you were like. How fast can you cut it? <laughs> we have to get it down. Because that's, you <laughs> it's know, I, I always think that, especially when it comes to hair and style, you know, it's how you present yourself to the world. Of course. And if I say, this is how I want to present to the world and my hair is not matching that, let's, let's, let's try something new. Let's, right. let's change that. Let's, you know, I'm not scared to shave it all off. I'm not scared to cut it. Um, I'm not scared of like color, but if I say I want to, you know, leave this salon feeling like this, does my hair match that? If they say no, let's go for a change. I mean that, well, kudos to to you and also kudos to that stylist because there are people who will give you what you ask for. Exactly. And then there are people who will challenge you a little bit and say, Hey, you know, I, the way I see you and the way this hair looks not one in the same. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that we can get closer to you seeming like, you know, hair reflecting what you are really like. Yeah. And that is amazing because some, some people would just give you what you asked for. And I know you didn't ask for anything, but they wouldn't have gotten like, that's amazing. She looked at you and really saw you. And sometimes you need that third party who doesn't know you. Right. Who doesn't really know you and hasn't known you for X number of years or X number of months to say, hey, like, is this what you really want? Because at the end of the day, they could be like, OK, cool. If that's not what you want. We can just keep going a status quo. Right. But she I had talked a lot about this. So I want to feel. And, you know, she did my hair kind of like in a, in a sort of standard way. She was just like kind of nonchalantly saying your hair doesn't match the personality or the vibe that. I know that you're trying to give off. Wow. And so we cut it the next week. Wow. And stylist, I've never, I've never looked back. Stylist slash therapist. That, that, Extraordinary. that person did. We all know our hairstylists are, are, are therapists. I'm just hoping you too. tipped well is all I know. Very well, I hope yes. you tipped well because <laughs> that person, you walked away with quite something, something pretty special. Definitely. And that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, because. For me, um, I you know I, I've had locks. I had locks for years, and I cut it, and I started wearing a short, and I just can never think about growing my hair ever again. But it's incredible how even hair can really change how you how you look and how you feel. It, it's all so relevant. It's, it's incredible. It really is. It kicked off like this journey for me. Yeah, this new did. sort of era, if you will. So would you say that after that cut happened, mm-hmm. then you started thinking about clothing? Yeah, I had, um, I was presenting still like feminine, but more like masculine, sporty, as we would call it. (laughs) Sporty. I love it. Yeah, for sure. And it just didn't feel right. I didn't, and it's not to say like the hairstyle automatically, like this is how I wanted to present, but I started to come into my own more. And I started to realize I'd always been obsessed with menswear um, and kind of this like dapper tailored look, but I never thought that I could pull it off. And it wasn't until the haircut where I could say, actually, like this clothing just doesn't fit who I want to present to the world. Um, and I remember distinctly going into a particular well-known brand, walking into their women's section, just realizing like, no, this is, this is not it. And then walking upstairs and kind of venturing into the menswear uncharted territory if you yes know. yes very much so completely uncharted i'd never been to like sort of a a menswear section where i thought i'm gonna buy something here and i remember going into like walking upstairs and no person no sales associate would help me and it was a bit discouraging because i knew that this was getting into more what i wanted to present myself as Um, and the style that fit me the best, but no one would ask me for like, Hey, do you need any sort of help? Crazy. So luckily I had a friend who I knew, who I distinctly knew and talked about wearing menswear. I went downstairs out of, you know, sort of back into the, the section I didn't necessarily want to be in. I walked downstairs and I called her and said, Hey, you wear menswear. She said, yep. I was like, will you take me shopping? And so many words. And um, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm out of town right now, but let's plan for XYZ date. And we met up in a, in H&M menswear section. 
I bought so many t-shirts and button downs. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> and I remember taking a picture, sending it to a friend, and she was like, bingo. Yeah. She was like, yep, this is you. This is 100% you. And I've never looked back. And naturally, my style has evolved over those two years, oh. but I've never felt more like me. So that's that's amazing. And I actually, I have a question for you now, because what... What I didn't know about this, I mean, I've, you've, we've spoken about this before, and what I didn't know is that you didn't go to that store that day and go immediately to the men's department. No. Right? You went into the store and you went to the women's department because you're like, I need some clothing. Yeah. I'm going to go look around here. Some sort of event. Yeah. That I was, you know, trying to look nice for. Yeah. And so you basically realize, you sound pretty, like, pretty early on, you know, from walking into that store, that what you needed was not in that department. Exactly. Right? It wasn't there. So I think it's interesting because I think that oftentimes, and this is why it's great to talk about personal journeys, because it's oftentimes what you find is that people will go to a store. They've, they've already gone to this place where, like, I cannot wear women's clothing. Mm-hmm. I have to wear men's clothing. So they go with the intent to go into the men's department Yeah, already, right? They didn't even stop at the women's department. They went to the men's department, and they get intimidated, and maybe they need to leave, or they just can't find things, or maybe they're brave enough to push on and, and find things. But it is not always the same. Everyone's This is why it's important to have these conversations. Everyone's journey is a little different. Correct. Like, you still went to the women's department and thought, okay, I got to try to make something work here, but doesn't work and it's like doesn't fit who I am yeah and now it's funny like you just saying that now when I go to any store I just you know power walk past the women's section and head directly to menswear yeah yeah I and and the thing is is that I I completely understand it I do the same thing I I, there's no even need to stop into the women's department um, because there's nothing there that I, I haven't seen anything in the women's department for a while that would make me feel like it's it's really bringing out who I am, um, and but I would say though that that walk to the men's department sometimes at least initially can be a little intimidating. Very much so. You're like, ooh, is somebody you know looking at me different? Um, are they doing a double take? Are they asking you know Are you lost? Yes. Um, but I think over the past couple of years, I figured out what I'm looking for. And if I don't, I'm not afraid to ask anymore. Right. Um, And so I think, especially in New York, you know, sales associates are getting much more comfortable with, hey, this person isn't specifically looking for the women's section. They're specifically looking for menswear. And how can I be helpful? Not always. I don't want to say every single person is like that. But I think within a store, there's, you know, more often than not somebody who's saying, yeah, I know. I know how to help you, or can at least point you in the right direction. Right, and 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 I I've had those same situations. I've been in stores, and I and I will say that the ones that were willing to help me and were willing to you know offer sizes or offer different styles, those are the ones I go back to for sure. And those are the ones I'm tell, I'll tell my friends about. I try to get their name. That's I'm exactly like, what right. days are you working? That's right. The sales associates for sure. Yeah, there's um, a particular store right by my day job, and the days that he's working. That's where, and I have an event to go to. He knows I'm coming to see him. Wow. That's incredible. I mean, I think that's that's incredible. I think that's something that retailers and um, you know these stores they're not really aware of. No, you know, because they're they're literally turning people away without even realizing. Yeah, you know, this by is... not asking, by staying silent, 
you're turning people away. That's absolutely right. And and the question is, are you trying to make money? Are you trying to make sales here? Right? So the more the better, correct? Or not? Correct. You know? Yeah. It's like, why, why are you turning anyone away? It's like, I don't understand this day and age why we're dealing with any of that. But, you know, it is what it is, and that's what we're dealing with. But, you know, what I like what you did, and I think is a very important like piece of advice for someone who might find themselves walking into a store and not feeling comfortable being there alone, is maybe take a buddy. Yeah. Take a friend with you, you know? Take somebody who is who's maybe more comfortable in those situations, mm-hmm. and it's like going to advocate for you or just is just there to be on your side. Yeah. Somebody who's got your back, who's in your corner to say, yeah, try that on. Yeah. Um, so you don't feel like you're walking that, you know, journey alone. That's right. That's right. Somebody's like, yeah, just here, try this. I think you'll look great in this. I don't know how you're going to look in this, but just try it. Right. right. Walk into that dressing room, own it. If you don't like it, doesn't mean that all menswear doesn't work for you. Just means that just like any type of wear, Maybe that fit isn't right, the size isn't right, the cut isn't right, whatever it might be. Yeah. But, you know, if that's what you're looking to put out into the world, own it. That's right. That's right. And I I love what you just said about fit because I can imagine that if you're somebody who is not comfortable in that situation, right, and you walk in and the first thing you try and doesn't fit you, you might be like, oh my God, I gotta get, this is not gonna yeah, work. Yeah, like this is awful. This, right. what am I doing? I have imposter syndrome, all of these things. 100%. I have boobs. Like, what is, you know, That's how is right. that fit gonna work? Cool. Like, we all go through it. That's right. We all have those moments, but just take a second, breathe, and try a different size, try a different cut. Um, we'll be talking about all of that stuff. I think this is so relevant, what you just said. I think it's important for people to realize, yes, you know, if you're, if you're a woman and you like to wear menswear, menswear is not, unless you're a very thin, you know, woman who doesn't have, you know, you don't have boobs, you don't have hips, you know, it, it, you, if you're somebody who has those things, it is harder sometimes to to find something that fits correctly. Correct. It doesn't mean you can't wear that clothing. It True. doesn't mean that. There are different styles, there are different brands, there are different labels that might accommodate your body more. There's tailoring. There's a lot of things that can be done mm-hmm. so that you can wear this clothing that makes you feel like yourself and not have to run from it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And don't be discouraged on that first try. You know, Definitely don't. not. And again, that's another reason why it's important to take a friend. Yeah. You know, I've taken plenty of friends shopping and we've dealt with all sorts of things. But I, at the end of the day, we always walk away with something that made them feel like, well, I didn't realize this was possible. Yeah. You know, it's important. And it's it kind of came back full circle even just a couple of weeks ago. My friend was um, back in town. She left for business school. And we were just talking about how sort of that moment kicked off my fashion and style journey, if you will. Yeah. And she was like, I, I might have just helped you start, but you've taken it into a whole different direction in a whole, not just a different direction, but just on a whole nother level, if you will. And that was so... That was so great to hear because if she only knew what I felt like on the inside of that moment, like, yeah. it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's just even crazy to think about because I was so scared. Yeah. I was so nervous. And now I walk into a store with such confidence. Like, I'm there's still much more I need to learn in terms of tailoring and even fit and different brands and stuff like that. But on the right trajectory... I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, there's something so beautiful about that because I think your friend did more than she realized. Um, she doesn't even realize. And it, it's important. It's important. If you're that person who knows 
how to walk into a store and knows what you're looking for and you have a friend that's trying to figure it out, go with that friend. Yeah. Let them, like, help them, guide them through it a little bit because you, I mean, let, what's come out of it is like, you look great. Yeah. You look fantastic. Like, she's right. You, you've taken it to your own level and it's, you've brought it out in this way that looks really great. With a, well, always with a bow tie and a smile. I'm just saying, you, work, <laughs> you rock that bow tie and that smile quite well, I must say. <laughs> I, I really, I have to say, I really enjoyed your journey. Um, I, I thank you so much for sharing it with us because I think that it, it's the kind of thing people need to hear. And I look forward to doing more of this where, you know, I'll, I'll next, next episode, I'll talk a little bit about my journey, but I'm also looking forward to having our guests talk about their journeys. I just feel like these are stories that people need to hear. These are stories that, that stories that will be helpful for people. And, and if it helps somebody else come into their own, like all the better. I think it's just, I'm really looking forward to where we're going to take this podcast. I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. I can't wait myself. A few laughs along the way. Uh, of course there will be. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to sign off. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. I really hope that you tune into the next episode of Transition of Style and we look forward to seeing you then. Stay tuned. All right. Bye guys.